This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What does it look like to meaningfully pursue racial justice in your day-to-day life? Keep listening to find out more about Jenny Booth Potter's own journey in her new book, Doing Nothing is No Longer an Option, One Woman's Journey into Everyday Anti-Racism. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Psalm chapter 15, beginning at verse 1, a Psalm of David. Lord, who may be a guest in your home? Who may live on your holy hill? Whoever lives a blameless life does what is right and speaks honestly. He does not slander or do harm to others or insult his neighbor. He despises a reprobate, but honors the Lord's loyal followers. He makes firm commitments and does not renege on his promise. He does not charge interest when he lends his money. He does not take bribes to testify against the innocent. The one who lives like this will never be shaken. Proverbs chapter 2, Benefits of Seeking Wisdom My child, if you receive my words and store up my commands inside yourself by making your ear attentive to wisdom and by turning your heart to understanding, indeed, if you call out for discernment, shout loudly for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it like hidden treasure, then you will understand how to fear the Lord and you will discover knowledge about God. For the Lord gives wisdom and from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up effective counsel for the upright and is like a shield for those who live with integrity, to guard the paths of the righteous and to protect the way of his pious ones. Then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity every good way. For wisdom will enter your heart, and moral knowledge will be attractive to you. Discretion will protect you. Understanding will guard you, to deliver you from the way of the wicked, from those speaking perversity, who leave the upright paths to walk on the dark ways, who delight in doing evil. They rejoice in perverse evil, whose paths are morally crooked and who are devious in their ways, to deliver you from the adulterous woman, from the loose woman, who has flattered you with her words, who leaves the husband from her younger days and has ignored her marriage covenant made before God, for she has set her house by death and her paths by the place of the departed spirits. 
None who go into her will return, nor will they reach the paths of life. So you will walk in the way of good people and will keep on the paths of the righteous. For the upright will reside in the land and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be removed from the land and the treacherous will be torn away from it. Isaiah chapter 64 through Isaiah chapter 65. Isaiah chapter 64, beginning at verse 1. If only you would tear apart the sky and come down, the mountains would tremble before you, as when fire ignites dry wood or fire makes water boil. Let your adversaries know who you are, and may the nations shake at your presence. When you performed awesome deeds that took us by surprise, you came down, and the mountains trembled before you. Since ancient times no one has heard or perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you, who intervenes for those who wait for him. You assist those who delight in doing what is right, who observe your commandments. Look, you were angry because we violated them continually. How then can we be saved? We are all like one who is unclean. All our so-called righteous acts are like a menstrual rag in your sight. We all wither like a leaf. Our sins carry us away like the wind. No one invokes your name or makes an effort to take hold of you, for you have rejected us and handed us over to our own sins. Yet, Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are our potter. We are all the product of your labor. Lord, do not be too angry. Do not hold our sins against us continually. Take a good look at your people, at all of us. Your chosen cities have become a wilderness. Zion has become a wilderness. Jerusalem, a desolate ruin. Our holy temple, our pride and joy, the place where our ancestors praised you, has been burned with fire. All our prized possessions have been destroyed. In light of all this, how can you still hold back, Lord? How can you be silent and continue to humiliate us? Isaiah chapter 65 the Lord will distinguish between sinners and the godly. I made myself available to those who did not ask for me. I appeared to those who did not look for me. I said, here I am, here I am, to a nation that did not invoke my name. I spread out my hands all day long to my rebellious people who lived in a way that is morally unacceptable and who did what they desired. These people continually and blatantly offend me as they sacrifice in their sacred orchard and burn incense on brick altars. They sit among the tombs and keep watch all night long. They eat pork and broth from unclean sacrificial meat is in their pans. They say, keep to yourself. Don't get near me, for I am holier than you. These people are like smoke in my nostrils, like a fire that keeps burning all day long. Look, I have decreed. I will not keep silent, but will pay them back. I will pay them back exactly what they deserve for your sins and your ancestors' sins, says the Lord, because they burn incense on the mountains and offended me on the hills. I will punish them in full measure. This is what the Lord says. When juice is discovered in a cluster of grapes, someone says, don't destroy it, for it contains juice. So I will do for the sake of my servants. I will not destroy everyone. I will bring forth descendants from Jacob and from Judah, people to take possession of my mountains. My chosen ones will take possession of the land. My servants will live there. Sharon will become a pasture for sheep and the valley of Akor, a place where cattle graze. They will belong to my people who seek me. But as for you, who abandon the Lord and forget about worshiping on my holy mountain, who prepare a feast for the God called Fortune and fill up wine jugs for the God called Destiny, I predestine you to die by the sword. 
all of you will kneel down at the slaughtering block because I called to you and you did not respond. I spoke and you did not listen. You did evil before me. You chose to do what displeases me. So this is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, my servants will eat, but you will be hungry. Look, my servants will drink, but you will be thirsty. Look, my servants will rejoice, but you will be humiliated. Look, my servants will shout for joy as happiness fills their hearts, but you will cry out as sorrow fills your hearts. You will wail because your spirits will be crushed. Your names will live on in the curse formulas of my chosen ones. The sovereign Lord will kill you, but he will give his servants another name. Whoever pronounces a blessing in the earth will do so in the name of the faithful God. Whoever makes an oath in the earth will do so in the name of the faithful God. For past problems will be forgotten. I will no longer think about them. For look, I am ready to create new heavens and a new earth. The former ones will not be remembered. No one will think about them anymore, but be happy and rejoice forevermore over what I am about to create. For look, I am ready to create Jerusalem to be a source of joy and her people to be a source of happiness. Jerusalem will bring me joy and my people will bring me happiness. The sound of weeping or cries of sorrow will never be heard in her again. Never again will one of her infants live just a few days, or an old man die before his time. Indeed, no one will die before the age of 100. Anyone who fails to reach the age of 100 will be considered a curse. They will build houses and live in them. They will plant vineyards and eat their fruit. No longer will they build a house only to have another live in it or plant a vineyard only to have another eat its fruit. For my people will live as long as trees, and my chosen ones will enjoy to the fullest what they have produced. They will not work in vain, or give birth to children that will experience disaster. For the Lord will bless their children and their descendants. Before they even call out, I will respond. While they are still speaking, I will hear. A wolf and a lamb will graze together. A lion like an ox will eat straw, and a snake's food will be dirt. They will no longer injure or destroy. On my entire royal mountain, says the Lord. New Testament reading. 2 Peter chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. Salutation from Simon Peter, a slave and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who through the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ have been granted a faith just as precious as ours. May grace and peace be lavished on you as you grow in the rich knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Believers, salvation, and the work of God. I can pray this because His divine power has bestowed on us everything necessary for life and godliness through the rich knowledge of the One who called us by His own glory and excellence. Through these things, He has bestowed on us His precious and most magnificent promises so that by means of what was promised, you may become partakers of the divine nature after escaping the worldly corruption that is produced by evil desire. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith excellence, to excellence knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly affection, to brotherly affection unselfish love. For if these things are really yours and are continually increasing, they will keep you from becoming ineffective and unproductive in your pursuit of knowing our Lord Jesus Christ more intimately. But concerning the one who lacks such things, he is blind, that is to say, he is nearsighted, since he has forgotten about the cleansing of his past sins. Therefore, brothers and sisters, make every effort to be sure of your calling and election, for by doing this you will never stumble into sin. 
For thus, an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be richly provided for you. Salvation based on the word of God. Therefore, I intend to remind you constantly of these things, even though you know them and are well established in the truth that you now have. Indeed, as long as I am in this tabernacle, I consider it right to stir you up by way of a reminder, since I know that my tabernacle will soon be removed because our Lord Jesus Christ revealed this to me. Indeed, I will also make every effort that after my departure you have a testimony of these things. For we did not follow cleverly concocted fables when we made known to you the power and return of our Lord Jesus Christ. No, we were eyewitnesses of his grandeur. For he received honor and glory from God the Father when that voice was conveyed to him by the majestic glory. This is my dear Son, in whom I am delighted. When this voice was conveyed from heaven, we ourselves heard it, for we were with him on the holy mountain. Moreover, we possess the prophetic word as an altogether reliable thing. You do well if you pay attention to this, as you would to a light shining in a murky place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Above all, you do well if you recognize this. No prophecy of scripture ever comes about by the prophet's own imagination, for no prophecy was ever born of human impulse. Rather, men carried along by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Covenant-keeping God, I thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for this reading. Thank you for just the reminders of God of the ways that you redeem and the ways that you protect, that you guard, that you keep, that you make a way for those who love you, for those who seek you, for those who walk with integrity, for those who do not trust in their own works for salvation. Oh God, as we are reminded there in Isaiah, oh God, that even that our works, even our best works, oh God, are as filthy rags before you. God, I thank you. I thank you that what you require of us, uh, what you call us to, you supply to us by the power of your spirit, oh God. I thank you that everything that we need in this life, oh God, pertaining to godliness is given to us by your grace through faith in Christ Jesus. And because of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, oh God, we are able to do what you called us to do and you uphold us and you sustain us, oh God, so that we are able to make our calling and our election sure, oh Lord. Would you help us to add to our knowledge excellence? Would you help us, oh God, to add self-control to our faith, O God, and perseverance and godliness, O God, to that perseverance, O Lord. Would you help us to be um, saturated with brotherly love and sisterly affection? Would you give us an unselfish, (laughs) unselfish love for others, O God? Build us up in our most holy faith, O God. Would you help us to continually look to you, God? I thank you that it is Peter, (laughs) the very Peter, the one who denied Jesus, who said he would not deny Jesus and then denied Jesus. God, I thank you that it is he whom you use under the power of the Holy Spirit to write this passage 
the second Peter chapter one passage, oh God, that we read today. Thank you for your restoration. Thank you, oh God, for the ways that you redeem, oh Lord. Thank you, oh Lord God, that even our worst sins, when we confess and repent and turn, oh God, you restore us, oh God, and you remember them no more. So God, I bless you. God, I praise you for that restoration, oh God. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for coming to see about us and pulling us out of the muck and the mire and cleaning us up and making us ready and turning us from enemies into servants of the Most High God. Help us, O Lord God, to continue to walk in the light, O God, in the beautiful light and shine our light in the dark places of this world. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. In her book, Doing Nothing is No Longer an Option, Jenny Booth Potter shares her very imperfect but relentless journey of growing in awareness of racism, of reckoning with her own white privilege, and of learning how to be an anti-racism advocate alongside her young family. If you're anything like Jenny was, overwhelmed by the enormity of racism and compelled to do something, but uncertain if you can actually make any difference, then this book is for you. Join Jenny and see for yourself what everyday anti-racism looks like. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off Doing Nothing is No Longer an Option, plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, The Word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from BibleStudyTogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.